Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And I mean, we trust, as the Republican mental, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This is Mental Like Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing living our lives on the run. What does that mean when that you hear that phrase, living our lives on the run? Because it kind of triggered something to me when I when it came to me. And um, I was like, this is a broadcast. And, um, you know, I didn't have no idea what I was going to say until uh, I sat down here. But it means simply, constantly in motion, in movement, always doing something in unable to or um, en route to something as a form of living. In other words, it's just another way of saying that you're always supposed to be in motion doing something, the right things for yourself, for the further, the betterment and the future of your life. That's what living your life on the run means. You ain't got time to stop and BS around with people. You ain't got time to stop and give your attention and energy to nonsense and foolish things. That's what living your life on the run means. You're constantly doing something. You're constantly busy. You're constantly carving out uh, um, space for yourself in an ever-moving space that you're creating for yourself. You're constantly carving out those roads towards something. You're constantly making your impression known, felt in some way, shape, or form. That is what living your life on the run means. Because you got so many people in the world that sit around and do nothing, accomplish nothing, are not about nothing. They just watching life pass them by. People are, you know, you know, I'll just say, uh, existing in this life. Because that's again, that's most people in this work life. They're pretty much existing, and they think because they have activity in their circle of existence that that is living their life on the run or actually moving towards something. No. I'm not talking about performing busy work, right? What I mean by busy work, busy work means going to your job, coming home, paying your bills. That's the bare necessity. That's the bare essentials. Yes, you got to do that. But I'm talking about living your life on the run as moving towards something, headed towards something, actually doing something to further and better your life. Part of the activity of living your life on the run is working out. Everybody should work out. I make sure I, you know, I say I'm trying, but I'm going to work out every day. I made that pledge to constantly be working out and doing something. That's living your life on the run, having some sort of activity that you do, right, that furthers your health or makes you better, think better, makes you feel better about yourself, makes you look better. And that includes activity that, you know, is dealing with business, things like that, you know, things that are going to make you a better person and to make a better impression in your life, not before before anybody else. See, I know I always talked about making an impression, but the first person you should be worried about making an impression for is yourself. You should be asking yourself, am I happy or should I say am I content, not happy, but am I content with what I'm doing in my life? Am I content? Am I working toward making an impression 
for myself, a greater impression of myself for myself, and that other people will see. Am I making an impression that my children, my future children, will be proud of? Did I make any real use of my life? Being active, really active, encompasses those things. You see, being active, making sure you have a daily workout regimen, making sure that you are finding ways and figuring out ways to make money, you see, making sure you are cultivating real relationships, not fake relationships, but real relationships, cultivating them, making them stronger, strengthening them for people who are really worth your while. You see, that's how you live your life on the run. You see, running denotes constant motion because it's all about, in this, in this you know, three-dimensional realm, as we come collectively together within this three-dimensional realm, it's all about living our lives on the run. I always want our people doing something in motion. The, ne- the, last, the last thing I ever want to see is a bunch of people walking with me who's sitting around, getting fat, just being lazy, being uh, inactive, not doing anything, you see. I don't want those kind of people around me. I don't want inactive people around me, people who are not doing things to make their lives greater. I want people who are constantly moving, doing something. The only time you really should be still is when you are sleeping, right? And then when you get up, like I said, you have your time of, you know, sitting still and, you know, just being in your thoughts but even that's really still living your life on the run, moving. It's the constantly living in a state of motion. You see, when I make reference to living your life on the run, you know, it doesn't just necessarily mean running fast or, you know, you know, taking a full thing. I'm talking about running as in running like a machine that runs, right? When a machine works, it is moving. When it's doing what it's supposed to do, you say, what, the machine is running. It doesn't mean the machine is actually picking up and growing legs and running down the block. It's running, meaning it's working. You see, your life, your true life is a living work in progress. Your true life is a living work in progress. Progression denotes movement. Movement denotes running, working, a working process. That's what your life is supposed to sum up to. You know, you got so many people that just sit around and sit on their ass and do nothing. With their lives, these are people who have no ailments. These are people who have no uh, uh, um, handicaps or things like that, and they basically waste a healthy vessel, a strong vessel, you know, a thinking a vessel that is able to perform biological function. They waste that vessel on nothing. They waste that vessel on nothing, just doing nothing, waiting for someone to present an opportunity to you instead of creating opportunities for yourself. You would think with all this space you have, a lot of space that these people have, you would think that they would be geared up to do something in their lives. You see, you, you know, it always makes me, you know, look some kind of way, think some kind of way when I see grown ass men just standing around in the corners, you know, you know, cause uh, uh, in the so-called, you can find that everywhere, grown-ass men standing around in the corners talking about nothing, just holding up the damn block, holding up the damn building, just leaning up against the building, holding up the damn building, doing nothing, talking about nothing, being about nothing. 
nothing but foolishness and stupidity coming out of their mouths. And these are men who are going to be doing so much more with their lives. Key is they don't know what to do with their lives. And if they were given a direction, would they actually follow the direction? Or would they just basically sit around and meander and do nothing with their lives as they're doing right now? Most people are afraid to live their lives on the run. What do I mean? They're afraid to have to meet expectations in life, you know, set high goals, set a high bar, and meet those expectations in life. You got a lot of people who are afraid to do that, you see. They are afraid to do that. They don't want to meet those expectations. They don't want to meet those expectations. They don't want to be responsible for anything. You see, even when you're having a family and you're doing for your children and whatnot, that's a part of living your life on the run because, again, children, having children comes with, you know, life. If you can produce children, that comes with living your life. That comes with extending your life. That's, that comes with it. But you should always be doing something. You should never be looking to get into something. You should always be doing something that goes, into a, goes in alignment with who you are and what you are. Hmm. Finding your true space in the world, your true niche in the world, and working that niche. What is your niche in, in life? What is it that you're meant to do? A lot of people don't ask that. You see, because a lot of people are so gone mentally. A lot of people are so mentally, you know, blown out by being caught up in activity. What do I mean by that? A lot of people get drugged into things that they don't mean to get drugged into. A lot of people get pulled into things that they don't mean to get pulled into, be it bad relationships, negative associations, useless associations, right, bad jobs, useless jobs, or just, you know, going into places they don't belong and end up getting in trouble. And, you know, like somebody says, it's so easy to get into trouble, but it's so hard to get out of it. You see, a lot of people spend their lives getting into trouble and then even more of it getting out of it. This is why you see a lot of women all beat down and tatted and whatnot because they're telling you, oh, they just got to have another bad relationship or they just got to have another bad situation or whatever the case may be. They got a thousand stories about the situations they were in, but they never tell you how they allowed themselves to get pulled into those situations. Because you only allow yourself to get pulled into situations when you're not living your life on the run. When you don't have when see when you live in your life on the run and you're constantly doing things to better yourself, you it's like you start to build a magnetic force field, you know, to keep away nonsense in your life, keep away foolishness in your life. You see, when you live in your life on the run, living your life with a purpose, you start living like I said, you can literally feel like a aura building around you, a force field building around you, and even people who are around you who were previously wasting your time, they can feel that. And after a while, they see that they can't compete with that because, you know, that goal that you're trying to meet, that um, goal that you're trying to accomplish in your life that you're running toward, that you are moving toward, you ain't got time to sit up here and give energy to anybody else who's not doing that. You don't have time. You see? Your time is supposed to be precious. You see, you should spend time. You should make sure you spend 
as little as little time in the company of people as possible if they're not important to you, if they're not useful to you, if you cannot talk to these people and get real insight on things and outside, you see. If you're dealing with a man who can't give you real deep insight on yourself and outside on yourself, where you could come to that man and ask him anything and he can give you something to grow with, then you're wasting your time. That man is not going to help you to uh, uh, facilitate a life on the run. You need to be fed constantly. Men, too, you need to be fed by women constantly to live your life on the run, where a woman can give you something as a man that you yourself can't give. You see? And that is a greater understanding of order in your life. See, with women comes children and family, and that gives a man, when he's truly ready to be a man, that gives him the sense of all order in his life. Same way with the man gives the woman a sense of law, things not to do, things not to be a part of. So when a man tells you don't do this, don't do that, don't be a part of this, and you really respect that man, you respect his judgment, then he's giving you lawful things, lawful scenarios to govern and live your life by so that you don't get trapped up in nothingness and foolishness. The worst thing you can do is have an emotional man, an emotional man who can give you nothing. An emotional man will stop your life on the run. An emotional man in your life will stop your life, stop your movement as you were meant to move on the run. You see, because you can be working out somewhere in the gym trying to get yourself in shape, and you might have this person, this emotional person who you're in a relationship with or something like that. They're giving you too, way too much to think about that's not important, things that are stressing you out, and that stops your workout. It stops your motion. It stops your movement. See, you should be able to digest any encounter in your life and be able to move forward with that encounter, you know, be it with family, be it with, you know, so-called friends or, you know, people here in this community. You should be able to digest any encounters and keep it moving in your life to whereas it's not stopping in your tracks, got you sitting up here stressing about this, worrying about this. You should be able to digest any motion, any movement in your life. In other words, if people are not trying to make your motions and movements easier in life, and they're trying to make them harder, then these are not the people that's going to facilitate your run, your life on the run. They're not going to facilitate that. You need people that you can check in and do, you know, whatever, and then just go about your business and "Ah, just keep going. That's what you need. You don't need nobody to interrupt your movement. You don't need nobody to interrupt your motion. But you have to be wise enough to know what your movement and motion is, what your trajectory is, how you're supposed to move. Because if you don't know that, that interrupts your life on the run because you can be doing things that are activity-ridden, forward activity, and you get nothing from that. You get nothing from it. You know? You get nothing from that activity on the run. You see, if you're not because you're not moving, and when you get nothing from that, and you wonder, well, damn, I did so much in my life. I was caught up and involved in so much in my life. How come my life is going nowhere? Because you were engaged in activity, and you were not engaged in useful and useful uh, uh, undertakings. What I mean, useful, right? Sitting around and you know. 
just doing just like you like people like these people that go to the clubs and do all these things. Like they try to add a lot of activity in their life to keep from being bored. You see, they try to add a lot of activities. You see, the people again, there's nothing wrong with you know have, going out having a nice time from time to time. You know, it goes in alignment with your life on the run. Sometimes you need a little bit of relaxation. You need a little something to, you know, catch your interest, something that's a little fun. Not too often, but you can allow yourself to have that. But there should always be a key factor in that time you have. There should always be the key factor in that time you have is what you're going to gain from that encounter, that time that you spend having fun. Because you can go to the, you know, it's certain places that you feel like drawn to go to. Like you might want to go on a walk or something like that or whatever. Or go someplace and, you know, you, you just want to go out and exercise and things like that. You know, because it's going to help to facilitate your thoughts. It's going to help to bring in thoughts and ideas and things like that. You'll be like, okay, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm running or I'm out working out, I'm doing this, that, and the third, I'm, I get I get a lot of thoughts coming to my head. A lot of energy comes. A lot of transmission comes when I do that. A lot of future thoughts come when I'm doing that. You see? You got a lot of people who can't stand to be by, be to themselves and have those thoughts come to them because a lot of people don't like the thoughts they get because, again, a lot of these people, they're unable to channel future thinking about themselves or future thoughts about themselves. So what they do is they try to surround themselves with people and activities, and that is the worst thing to do. You should never surround yourself with people and activities when you're trying to figure out what it is that you're supposed to do in life because you're constantly picking up other people's energy and activity and minds and thoughts and things like that. And it's very easy for somebody's thoughts to become your thoughts. I remember one time I was dealing with this young lady years and years ago and um, she wanted to be a paramedic. Right. And, you know, I was at a crossroads in my life. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just getting out of, you know, doing my criminal activity and I was messing around with her and dealing with her. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be a paramedic. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be a paramedic too because I was just feeding off of her energy, off of her movement, right? And she was really geared to do that, right? She was going to the class. I started out going to the class. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be EMT. I'm going to be an emergency medical technician. I was doing all that stuff, right? Went through the classes, right? But then when me and her stopped dealing with each other like that and – you know, it just became more about she was driven by that energy to stay and be a part of that. And I just was like, and I wasn't willing to know why I ain't want to do that no more. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that no more. But I never really wanted to do it in the first place. So I ended up wasting my time and money that I ended up spending. Not, not a lot, but I ended up wasting that, you know, getting into it and whatnot. And, um, you know. Right, she's an EMT, you know, and of course I dropped out of it because that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. But I was trying to fill my days in with activity, and that's the worst thing to do. Sometimes you're supposed to sit and you know and just do the things like you you know working out and keeping yourself together and constantly thinking about allowing yourself to be a um, to be a, a open window to whatever it is you're meant to move in. You're supposed to allow yourself to do that. You see, don't necessarily jump to do something just for the sake of filling in a space. You see, 
Because like anything, you always have your space and your time in which you are going to extend yourself and shine in. You have your space and time. It's like being in a, on a train and going through a tunnel, and you're riding through the tunnel. And there's a reason why you're going through the tunnel because you're being prepared to come into the station of your life, that next station of your life. And that next station represents what you're supposed to do in your life. And next station represents that next stage in life. But you got to go through the tunnels, the periods of darkness and moments where you need to be silent, quiet, do your little workouts and things like that, and just think. Don't allow thoughts, be they negative or positive, to permeate your mind. Allow useful thoughts to keep your movements going to um, penetrate your brain and whatnot and think about what my next step is. Doing something useful. Something that you might have thought was like, oh, you know, I can't see myself doing this a little bit too out there. But allow yourself to do that, right? If it's going to better you. Again, I'm not talking about activities, you see. I'm talking about useful undertakings, the things that's going to make you a greater person. You run toward things like that. You're supposed to run toward things like that. You're supposed to live your life on the run to get to things like that. To make yourself a better person, to make yourself a greater person, you're supposed to live like that. That is living your life on the run, right? Because you will run into the things that you need in your life. You will run into them, right? And everything will flow in alignment to what it is you're supposed to be doing in your life if you don't try to force these things. Don't force anything, right? Do not force anything. Let it flow and let everything flow into what it's supposed to flow into. You see, even when things in your life seem abrupt, like things just happen like then they become abrupt and whatnot, that's still in alignment to something. Don't let, again, the worst thing you can do is let people disrupt your life and stop your motion towards something. You see, that's the worst thing you can do. Don't let people disrupt your life and stop your motion towards something. I don't care who it is, friends, family, whatever, because they have chosen not to live their life on the run. You know, you can accept that from a person. If you live in your life on the run and, you know, they, you know, they trying to live their life, you know, they, they, they live in their life on the run, you can more or less respect that of each other and be like, oh, we can get together because we ain't got time. I'm busy. You busy, busy. We busy. Both busy, 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 busy. That's fine. Granted. And that should be understood because y'all both living your lives on the run. You're both doing things. Of course, you're going to have your downtime and whatnot. Your downtime, much so your time when you think you're supposed to be you're bored. You have your downtime. And I said that your, ta- your downtime is good time. That's excellent time. That's time for contemplation. The time where you think it's bored, I'm bored, I ain't got nothing else, but that's the time you're supposed to take to yourself. You see? For a person who lives their life on the run, they cherish that time. That time where nothing's going on, where they so-called, quote-unquote, supposed to be bored. They cherish those times. But for the person who's constantly looking to be getting into activity, right, looking to get activated, as they say, you see, for the people who who do that, like I said, 
those are the people who lose out on time. They lose out. And you should never want to lose out on that. Sleep is key. Sleep is very key. I'm learning this. Sleep and water. God damn. Sleep and water. Sleep and water are key in living your life on the run. You got to sleep as much as you can, man. Listen to me. Sleep as much as you can. Drink as much water as you can. You see, bathe and wash yourself as much as you can. You see, work out as much as you can. That is a huge percentage of your life. Huge. It's time to work out. Allow yourself like at least an hour to work out. Allow yourself a little, at least at least eight hours or more to sleep. Allow yourself time to sit in the tub and bathe for you women. And sometimes you men. Take showers first. Shout out to Erica Lachey. Well, I knew that anyway, but you, you get what I'm saying. Just those activities alone put you in alignment to something greater, puts you on the run towards something greater. Because I've always said this, and I had wanted to do this, and I still kind of want to do this. My probably end up stealing the idea, but I still wanted to do this, that, you know, People tend to, you know, when you when you can't wash yourself, when you can't clean yourself, when you don't have, you don't have, um, when you don't have access to, you know, uh, to a space to be able to wash and clean yourself and take a hot bath, a hot shower, and clean your body, that can throw you off of your path toward motion. You're saying walking around funky, walking around unclean, that can throw you out of alignment to what you're supposed to be doing. Because, you know, I don't know if you know, each time you clean yourself, wash yourself, shower, clean, bathe yourself, like I said, you're cleaning off the film of yesterday. You're cleaning off the film of yesterday of what it is, the bacteria and things that you, you know, that have collected on your body from the previous hours, the previous day. You clean that off. And like notice after that, you usually feel lighter. You feel lighter. When you work out, you're burning off the fat that you put on maybe a day or two ago. You're constantly working that off, you see. So in doing that, you're constantly aligning yourself to a greater version of yourself, just those things alone. Those things alone put you in alignment to living your life on the run towards something greater, you see. You attract situations to you, better situations to you, better people to you when you are doing just those things. Notice how you feel when you're working out, when you're doing the things, you're sleeping good, you're working out, you're doing all these things. Again, when you set the foundation of that, the foundation of taking care of yourself, when you set the foundation strong and taking care of yourself, always making sure that you, you know, you know, you had enough sleep, you had enough water, you had enough, you know, rest and, you know, you clean your seat, very always clean, things like that. You took care of yourself. The foundation, taking care of the foundation of yourself is key in living your life on the run. You can move about then. You can move about in confidence. You can move about in uh, um, in assurity that you're going to line up with what you're supposed to line up to. You see, that's important. You know, nobody, you, you should look, like I said, and I'm convinced of this. When you see people who overweight, people who fat, 
out of shape, things like that. When you see people like that, what that's supposed to tell you is that these are people who have been inactive, people who sat around and made it a thing to stuff their face, to sit around and eat, stuff themselves. They didn't care enough about their bodies, thus they didn't care enough about their, you know, their uh, uh, motion or movement to take care of the very thing that you're supposed to take care of first and foremost, which is the foundation of yourself. You see, if you do those things, regular exercise, water, sleep, you'll stay away from the doctors, you'll stay away from the headaches and all the, all the business that comes along with that, right? If you are active, most people get sick and have to, you know, engage in the activity of going to see doctors and things like that and living your life you know, basically depending on people to care for you and, you know, diagnose you and things like that. Sickness because these people in the foundation of their lives didn't take care of the very or the most important thing in their lives, and that is them. They didn't take care of themselves first. They didn't think much about their foundation. They didn't think much about themselves in order to make themselves vessels that can move in alignment to something greater thus living your life on the run. When the machine is serviced, you know what they say about the machine, when you service a machine, it could be a car, it could be a vehicle, it could be an airplane, any machine. When you clean the machine out, clean out the engine, clean the thing off, and, you know, just do what has to be done basically for the, the plane to fly, the car to run, you service the engines. That's the same thing, so that the so that the vehicle can run effectively, so it can run effectively, the plane can fly effectively as a form of movement, the car can move and run effectively because you service the engine, you made sure that you fed the car this oil, right? You gave the oil, you gave the gas, you gave the uh, um, the um, what's the name fluid, right? You gave the fluid the um. What's the name for it so it don't, you know, overheat, right? You did all of these things to service the car. You checked everything. That's the same way, you know, so that the car would run effectively. It's the same principle of you working out, of you sleeping, of you drinking a lot of water. You're servicing your your vehicle. You're servicing your vehicle. You allow your vehicle. You don't keep your car running all night. You cut your car off so it can cool down, so it can rest. So then when you turn it on in the morning, it can run effectively when you turn it back on. Same thing. you got to rest. Same thing. You see, if you don't take care of the vehicle, you don't take care of the vessel, meaning your body, your mind, your body, your soul, you don't take care of that, then you can't run effectively. You can't run the course you need to run, which is your life effectively. You see, you can't run the course. You can't live your life on the run, and everybody should want to live their lives on the run. You see. I give you all the best casts that you like. You love these casts that I give you because I live my life on the run. I'm always doing something, you see. And I make sure I partake in activity that allows me to give you the best so that I can run the vessel, can run the best. I can run my best up to my highest potential. So when I deliver these programs to you, these transmissions to you, they're at its highest peak. Because I made sure I did me some exercise for the day. 
you all know, before I do the, every broadcast, I do those who know me. Before I do every broadcast, I do at least 100 jumping jacks before I start my broadcast. I do 100 jumping jacks. Before, when y'all, when y'all hear the beginning of the broadcast, you hear the music playing, you know what I'm doing? I, I'm getting me a big, tall glass of water, small cup of coffee. I did my 100 jumping jacks. I might like me a joint. Right? I don't worked out earlier. Right? If I was able to get to the park, do me some cardio, jump some rope and whatnot or whatever, you know, I use my bow flex, whatever. You see, make sure I make my stop to the post office, right, to get send send out stuff to people that they need, books or whatever, right? Uh, allow myself time to write, write and get put things together. See, this is living your life on the run. This is activity that facilitates something greater. This is activity that facilitates something greater. You're constantly doing something. And it is affecting others because I can give you all the best when I've allowed myself time to shut down and then regenerate, rejuvenate and whatnot and give you, you know, give you the best. Because if I sit up all night and do nothing, if I sit around all day and do nothing, if I don't get no rest, if I don't get plenty of water, if I overeat, if I don't work out, then I can't give you my best. I can't run at full capacity like I need to. I can't deliver this fire to y'all every night, you see, if I don't do these things. I can't deliver the fire, you see, because the engine will be burned out, you see, and you should always do this. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old you are, you see. You elders out there. Get get in the gym and work out, man. You elders, get your asses in the gym. I don't care how old you are. Get in the gym and do something if you can. Get on a treadmill and walk. Do lift some weights, lift some dumbbells, do something. Do jog a little bit. You know, do move, move. Okay. Always be active. Always be on the run. Always. It's good to start this early in your life so that when you are older, you know, you don't start setting the precedent of sitting around and just doing nothing, just vegetating, you know, watching TV. Like I said, I can't remember the last time I watched TV. Watching TV to me is a waste of time because I could be doing something else, you see. I'd rather watch stuff on YouTube and whatnot because I could do that on the run. You see, I could watch stuff on YouTube, listen to stuff on the run, things that I might, you know, things that I might like to, you know, listen to or whatever the case may be because it all goes into alignment to making up, you know, how I move effectively in the world. See, I'm not going to partake in anything that's not going to have me moving effectively. I'm not going to partake in anything that, will have, you know, that's ineffective to me. You see? Like when, like I'm gonna give you a good example. Is when we I, when we did the Comic Con thing uh, last week, a week or two, going two weeks ago. When we was at the Comic Con, you know, you know, we sat there and I'm like, you know, there was no activity really and whatnot. The energy was dead there. You know why? And I'm like, damn, I wish we didn't come here because the energy was dead. We didn't really do much there because you know you had the black Caucasians there and and the regular Caucasians. And you know they, you know, if you're not Star Wars or Marvel or 
a known company, they really not going to patronize. Not that I care. I just want to get out of there. But what turned me off, not so much as that we didn't make no lot of money there, but what turned me off was just the dead energy there. Just the dead, useless energy. You, you know, you could feel it. When you got people who are basically dressing up in costumes and living their life to be like another, be like a character because they haven't found anything meaningful in their lives, you see, so they have to become characters. They, they basically don't have any lives. They have to assume the identity of a character in a damn book somewhere. That's a lot of dead energy. And I felt it. I kept picking up. Well, I'm like, oh, I want to get out of here. I was like, oh, I don't care how much money we spend. I just want to get the hell out of here. It's a lot of dead energy, you see. We didn't feel like that when we was at the um, African Street Festival because, you know, it was a lot of our people out there. And, you know, it was people, like, you felt the energy, the buzz and things like that. People was coming in, you know. You know, people, they wasn't trying to play no roles, you know what I mean? But you see the difference when you got a lot of dead energy in one space like that and you're used to moving on a greater level, moving on a higher level, right? Then you, you know, you could feel it. Your, your body's sensitive to things that are not moving right, things that are not moving at all. You get, you just like feel like the energy being sucked out of you. And that's how I felt there. You see, I don't want to feel like that. That's why I said in the future, we're just going to do our own comic conventions. We're going to do our own comic cons with unlimited ethics and things like that in the future. We're going to do our own comic cons we, where we can create our own energy there because we control the space, you see. And it will attract certain kinds of people and down, the, down the road, you see, because, you know, you make – when you when you have a um how you say when you have a um system in place in your life when you have a system in place in your life and you are able to follow out that system it becomes a lot easier for you to move in alignment with that system that you set for yourself you create a system for yourself a system a structured system of movement and whatnot that gets you to that gets you to move at your highest capacity. You see, like you go to the gym, you ain't going to do every machine. You're not going to work out on every machine in the gym. You're going to work out at certain machines and certain exercise you're going to pick up and you're going to do that's going to be, that you can find that's going to facilitate and make you move better. Like when I was going to the gym, I would pick certain things I would do. I would have my regimen of what machines I would use and which I wouldn't use. Because I knew that the machines I didn't use, they was not, I kind of sensed that they wasn't going to be, you know, in alignment to what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish in my, you know, and, you know, building my body, keeping my body, maintaining my body to its fullest, to keep it moving, keep it in motion. So you pick and choose, it's just the same thing in life. You pick and choose things in your life, people in your life, that's going to constantly keep you moving, keep you motivated. You got to choose people that's going to, in your life, that's going to constantly keep you motivated in your life. Nothing, you know, like I said, in your life, nothing is more worse than having a person in your life that's not motivated toward a damn thing. You see, that's the worst thing, to have somebody in your life that's motivated toward nothing. Because then they're going to bring that nothing mentality and motive, non-motivation towards you. And then it's going to start slowing down your motion and your movement. 
You see, you don't want that. That's why I said choose wisely who you align yourself with because you should always be aligning yourself with people who are constantly doing something greater, greater than you, on a higher level than you. You should want that. As women, you should want that. Men who are doing things on a higher level than you. You see, because it inspires you to be greater. After the laws first, the order comes after. The law sets the, sets the bar as highest, and you have something to, uh, to ascend to. Now, if you were some dude who ain't setting no bar, he's just regular in the world and whatnot, but he will promise you the mediocrity. That's what they will promise you, mediocrity. And you should not want to live a mediocre life. If you cannot spark a man or stir a man to come out of that mediocrity or that mediocre mindset, same thing with a woman, then you don't need to be with them. Yeah. Because uh, life is too short, even at 90 to 100 years old, life is too short. If you live that long, it's still too short to be sitting around here not being in motion towards something greater. See, because when you get older, getting older shouldn't be – because you, you ever see these people who get – you know, you see the people that get older versus the people that just mature and, you know, over time. You know the difference between, between the people that get older and the people that just seem to mature? Over time, like, they look good at 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. They look good all the way through to the end. They look good. It's like, it's like damn, like, they they keep they self up, things like that. Then you look at the people just getting old. Those are the people who ain't doing nothing. They ain't been doing it. They ain't active. They ain't doing it like they gain weight. They basically done took on, you know, took up eating and sitting around and doing nothing as their, as their, um, as their uh, way of life. Those are the people that get old. Those are the people that get cantankerous. Those are the people that get, you know, always looking to argue about something stupid. You know saying? Dumb. You see? Or sitting around gossiping about nothing. Those kind of people. You don't want to grow old to be those kind of people. Those are the people that are growing old. You see? Those are the people that don't age well. See, the people who are always active, have something to do, they're working out, they're doing something, they, they you know, they, 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 you know, the blood flow is moving through the body and things like that. You know, they're watching their weight. they watch their discipline, things like that. Those are the people who will always, always, always mature well. Those people don't seem to age. Those people don't seem to age. They mature. You see, they mature. I want to be the one. I'm going to be that person. I've already made my mind. I'm going to be the person that matures. I want to constantly be doing things that's going to facilitate uh, a greater extension of my life as I'm here, as I'm moving, as I am motivated to move and align into something greater, which is myself, my greater self. You got to only accomplish that by living your life on the run. You got to bypass and run past BS, run past nonsense, run past foolishness. You know, again, you got people who will take time to stand around and argue with you about foolishness. You got to bypass those people real quick. Run past those people. Run past foolishness. Run past stupidity. Run past anything that's going to stop you from living your life on the run. That's how you have to be. That's is what you should hope to always accomplish in your life. You see, you got so many people that try to slow down your path of progression. 
because they've chosen not to progress. They've chosen not to progress. They've chosen to get old. They've chosen to get better. They've chosen to stand around and be angry about foolishness and stupidity. They chose to sit around and want to argue about foolishness and try to find something to be argumentative about. Those people. Don't be one of those people. Live your life on the run. Outrun and bypass those people. We'll be right back.
You know, I just did me a little workout in between that set. I did. I like doing little tune-ups and things like that, you know. Those of you, like, even listening to, if I'm breathing a little bit, I was doing a little workout. Even if you are um, listening to this broadcast right now, you men could be, like, you're at home doing crunches, doing push-ups, getting yourself in shape. Always be doing something to keep yourself moving, keeping the blood flowing, the circulation moving, you see, always. You ain't got to be in the greatest, you know, like, you know, it, it takes time. Sculpting your body, doing things like that. Again, I don't mean to just get into the physical, but the physical and how you take care of yourself is dictated by the energy, the soul and energy that moves through you. If your body is sluggish, if, you know, you don't do anything to move, that's a sign that your energy, the soul that moves through you is sluggish is sluggish as well, because you should always want to be boosting your vehicle, constantly boosting up your vehicle, so you go out and you walk as fast as you can. If you can, run a little bit. Do that. Because I guarantee you, it all works in alignment to your ideas, your thoughts, clears your mind. You need to sweat. You know, in the ancient world, you know, contrary to a lot of people think, you know, the men and the women back then were very active. You say they exercised, they had these ball games, the men had sweat lodges. I'm talking about ancient Mesoamerica, you know. So they did their version of exercise and things like that, keeping themselves in shape. They did their versions of that, you see, in that time. And we continue that to this day. Men back in the day, you know, when they would go to work, they would do like a lot of men would do heavy lifting and things like they might have worked on the docks or, you know, they had jobs where they had to do heavy lifting and whatnot, construction, you know, men did work like that. And that kept their bodies fit. See, when men didn't have to work out like that no more, their bodies was missing that, you know, work, that work that they were doing. So this is what the whole term of gyms came in for. Gyms came in to work out men so that men could work out, you see replace the work that their bodies wasn't doing because they might have got a job where they don't have, where it doesn't demand that they have to pick up things and lift things and use their backs and their legs and stuff like that because that was their workout, you see. So the gym replaced your workout that you may have did on your job, the strenuous stuff. It replaced that, you see. And now that we know more about maintaining ourselves and keeping ourselves together, it should make our lives on the run a lot more easier um, to move quicker. Like if you notice when you have that system in your day, when you have a, you live systematically, when you go like, I'm going to work out this time, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and this time, this time I'm going to go over here and do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to devote myself to this time, this time, and that time. Notice how when you do that in alignment to things, your life goes a lot smoother. Your life goes a lot, you know, um, everything just seems to drop in place when you do that. See, things seem to drop in place when you do that. When you align yourself to be or have your life systematically move like on a conveyor belt. Your life is supposed to be like a systematic conveyor belt, if you know what I mean. In other words, you on that belt of motion moving towards something. 
on that belt, you got to go and work out. On that belt, you got to go and devote yourself to whatever it is, time you do to write or read, do some whatever you got to do to research something, to do, get something, whatever you got to do. You devote yourself to, you know, whatever it is that you do. I don't know what it is you may do, but working out, sleeping, I'm going to get this much sleep, I'm going to knock out and do this, that, and the third. You know, devote yourself to not feeding your vessel too much food. You see, too much food could interrupt your life on the run. You eat too much eating eating the wrong foods. That could interrupt your life on the run. You see, I'm glad I was able to find out early on in my life what slowed up my movements. That's what made me change my eating habits. Like, I can't eat all that curry and all that heavy. No, I can't eat that. Charred meat, I can't eat that. You see, I get the gout and all this other stuff. I'm glad I got that early. So, like I said, it was interrupting. And one of the things I hated more than anything, not just the pain, the pain that I got from eating that stuff and, you know, having to, you know, digest that stuff. I hated having to sit up and not move around. I hated not being able to move around effectively and function effectively like I like I usually do. So that right there made me change my eating habits. That right there made me slow down on what I ate. You see, because it's not you know you got certain people that will just eat foolishness and eat garbage and stuff like that, and they'll go through the pain. They'll go through sitting around and just sleeping all day and not moving. They'll eat diets that are not conducive to living their life on the run. They eating diets that basically got them sitting around and just getting old, sitting around getting fat, sitting around getting old. You see, when you start living your life to sit around and eat and get fat and get old, your life on the run has stopped. Your life on the run has stopped when you allow fat to collect on your body. Because like I said, it's never, when people give that excuse, oh, you can't help. No, that's not, that's, that's BS. You can't help that, whatever it is that you have to get off and then you got to work at it. you got to change your diet. You see, you got to take things out of your diet that's going to have you not operating up to your fullest capacity. you got to change that. you got to sleep more. you got to drink more water. And again, this all plays along with the type of, you know, energy that you bring to you or bring around you. You see, that all plays a part in it. When you are running your life like that, when you are governing your life like that, it makes it that much easier for you to move through life when you move like a soldier. You see, that's why I made reference to my people as soldiers, captains, you know, always in a paramilitary mindset. See, and always instructing in my people, and instilling in them that you are like, y'all, you know, you guys are soldiers, officers, captains, and whatnot. What that was meant to do was to note that we're supposed to live a military life. And when I say live a military life, I mean be militant in our lives. Be militant in how we conduct our lives like soldiers, like captains. In other words, you don't see no fat soldiers unless them some retired soldiers who ain't active no more. Notice when they ain't active duty, these guys get fat, they sitting around, but there's no way you can be in the military and not be fit. There's no way. You gotta be fit. I ain't I you know, 
there's no such thing as a fat soldier unless it's these guys that's retired or they they don't got so high up in their position. But even a military person would be embarrassed. And so if there's a whole military, you can't get on the floor and do 10 push-ups or 20 push-ups. You can't get on the floor and do that. You can't do 30 sit-ups. You can't do any dips. You can't do any of that. And you should never be too old. Never. Because those people, like I said, they are prepared. When you are when you are in that military mindset, you're always supposed to be prepared to live your life on the run. You're supposed to be prepared to live your life on the run. You see, you ain't supposed to hoard no bunch of stuff. You're not supposed to have a bunch of crap. You're not supposed to spend in excess for nothing. You see, all that plays a part because then you start to deal with, as a soldier, the bare necessities in life, the things that you need, not the things you always want. The things that you want are not always feasible to the things that you need. They don't sync up. See, that was the whole point of me making reference to my people as soldiers and captains and things like that in the Republic, officers in the Mesoamerica, because hopefully you all conduct yourself as officers as soldiers and as captains and higher up, right? <laughs> because without that, like I said, you start to live your life undisciplined. You start to live your life undisciplined. You see, a lot, you know, the so-called black men, you notice this, that they don't tend to like to live a life where they're given orders to follow so-called black women, too. They don't like to follow orders. They don't like to follow. So if you don't like to follow orders, that means you don't like to live your life in an order. You don't have an order or a structure to live your life by. You really don't. And if you don't have an order to live your life by, a structure to live your life by, that means that's because you're not following a law in which you live your life. Your life is supposed to be lived by law and order. And soldiers follow law and order. Soldiers follow law and order because they are expected, a soldier is expected to do what? To take orders, correct? If a soldier is expected to take orders, that means the soldier must follow law. And that is so that you live your life on the run, so that you operate at your most highest um, capacity because your life is in order. It's a structure to it. It's a design to it. The same way the blueprint from which we are projected from has a design, a structure, and order. When we allow ourselves to get out of alignment with that, when we allow ourselves to fall out of alignment with that, guess what? Guess what? There is no structure. There is no order. That means everything is out of alignment. You see? And with no alignment to anything, without no alignment to anything, without no order, without no rhyme or reason to anything in your life. Again, foundation of logic. What good are you? See, all this goes hand in hand. Soldiers, officers, captains, right? All of that goes hand in hand. Foundation, structure, right? Order, right? That all goes hand in hand. You cannot effectively accomplish anything in life without a, how you say, a um, chain of command. Without a chain of command, 
without an order or a structure to follow, a place that you play, a role you play in life, you can accomplish really nothing in life. And so you got people all over the place. How do you have an effective military, an effective police force, an effective any kind of law enforcement thing? You must have law. You must have order. You must have people who live their lives on a law and order of how they eat, how they sleep, how they how much water they consume, how much food they allow themselves to consume. You must have people operating on that. Everything must be uh, uh, calculated. Everything. Everything in your life must be calculated. How much sex you have, all of that. All that must be calculated. All that must be taken in consideration when you're living your life on the run. Let's say right now if you had to leave your homes. Let's say you had to leave your homes and you had to go on a journey somewhere and you didn't know when you were coming back, but you had to leave your homes, lock up. What would you take with you? You're going to carry the most, you're going to carry the bare necessities. You're going to carry uh, uh, water. You're going to carry or probably you should carry a weapon, water, money, or some kind of card or whatever the case may be, right? You're going to carry maybe some uh, products if you're a woman, some feminine products. You know, you're trying to put it all within a bag or a backpack if you are moving about. Did I mention make sure you got a weapon? Nine millimeter preferably, you women. Two of them because y'all women too. Make sure you got enough clips. Because on your path, let's just say you going about, you're going to need that. Because you might run into some people who might uh, try to obstruct your movement. That's how you got to think about your life. I'm just using I'm being fun, but I'm being serious too. That's how you got to see yourself moving in life. Like you're on a path to a, you know, a survival course. Look at your life as being in a on a survival course. Well, people are barely surviving on the course, but you are living on the course. You are moving on the course because you came prepared to move on the course. You see, you got people who move on the course of life, and they just survive, and they just barely making it because they don't know what they need to move on that course of life. They don't know what law to follow. They don't know what order to answer to. They don't have a clue. They don't know. Why don't they know? Because a lot of times they don't want to know. They don't want to live their lives based on a certain trajectory. They don't want to live their lives based on a certain law and order in which they can flourish and grow. They want to go against the grain. They want to be uncontrollable. All that is controlling your emotions, you see, to whereas you have no emotion. Because part of that movement, a part of what can slow your movement, part of what can slow your, slow you from living your life on the run is your emotions. Do you easily get offended by things? Do you allow people to get inside of your head and make you feel some kind of way? Or do you just brush people off and keep it moving? That's what you should do. You see, that's what you should do. You should never allow anybody to get inside of your head to obstruct your motion and your movements, never. Because most people in life 
are here to do that. They are here to obstruct your motion. They are here to obstruct your movement because they're not living their lives on the run. So because they're not living their lives on the run, they don't want to see you run run past them. They don't want to see you bypass them. They don't want to see that. Some people will give you advice that will purposely work against your movement on the run, that will purposely work against your movement toward the greater you. You got people that do that all the time, all the time. Your friends, your so-called friends, your families, the wrong person you could be with, you see. The key, that's why I say I always talk about relationships, because who you relate to and who you don't relate to can quickly get in the way of your path toward greatness, toward the greater you. Amen requires the greater us, the greater you, greater us. Amen requires the best us that we can be, the greater us, and that we can constantly keep reaching the beat. We, Amen, the Amen, our ascendants are not accepting any mediocrity. Remember I told you that. They're not accepting any mediocrity because we are supposed to live our lives on the run just as they are supposed to. We're going to teach them to live their lives on the run, meaning we ain't got time for foolishness, man. We ain't got time for stupid arguments and foolishness and stupidity and whatnot, ignorance. You got people who got time for that. They got too much time on their hands, and they're going to be relieved of that time, which they could have been making better use of. They're going to be relieved of that time, you see. We have to make the best of our time. We have to make the best of our time. If we do not make the best of our time, we can expect time to be stripped away from us. We can expect time to be stripped away from us. Nothing for time to be stripped away from us. It is nothing for time to be stripped away from us. It is nothing for our minds to be stripped away from us. Our mental capacity to hold greater intelligence. You see, it's nothing for that to happen. We don't want that. Y'all don't want that. We'll be right back.
We all need that inspiration in life. We all need a push. I'm here to give that push. I'm here to push our people collectively. Same way. Same way I push myself. Same way I push myself. Because the reward is in the accomplishments. That's the reward. Seeing yourself become greater. Seeing your work being, you know, um, you know, recognized by yourself. Seeing that you are able to accomplish that which you set out to accomplish. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. That is a living work in progress. You always want to be a living work in progress, no matter how old you are. No matter how old you are, no matter what age you get, you always want to be progressing, you see. So at the end of your life, it won't seem as though your life is ending. It seems like another stage of your life is beginning. See, because people start dying a long time before they actually die. You, you follow what I'm saying? People start to die a long time, you see. People start to die a long time before um, they start dying, okay? And because of that, like I said, it makes their life a lot harder on that path toward death. Because you got people who will start start to die 20 to 30 years before they actually lay down and die. You got people that start to die in their 50s. And by the time they might reach, if they make it to 70, 75, 80 years or 90 years old, they've been dead for the last 20, 30 years. They've just been going through the motions. They just ain't lay down. They just probably had enough medication to keep them alive, enough frivolous things to keep them alive, enough stupidity to keep them alive. You see, that requires strength to bypass these things, bypass the temptations that keep you from living your life on the run. You see, bypass that. Bypass the temptations that keep you from living your life on a run. Okay? You must do that. Because anything that you are allowing yourself to become a lesser version of yourself, and when you allow yourself to become a lesser version of yourself, you can pretty much hang yourself up. You see, you can hang yourself up. You can pretty much hang yourself up. Don't allow yourself to hang yourself up early in life. You see, you should never allow yourself to hang yourself up too early in life. A lot of people are washed. Have you ever heard said of these people? You see these chicks. You know, you see these chicks who got a bunch of babies, you know, some baby mamas, a bunch of chicks with a bunch of babies and whatnot. Their lives have pretty much been washed up. You ever hear these chicks, oh, they washed up. You see, that's what happens when you allow activity, yeah, when you allow activity to uh, um, just overtake you, you see. When you allow activity 
You see, when you allow it to overtake you, when you allow activity to, you know, just things that's going on in the world, you get caught up in other people's activity, that's what usually happens. That's what usually happens when you allow somebody else's activity or energy to overtake you, okay? You end up washed up early. You see a lot of these young girls washed up early in their lives because they didn't take hold of their lives. They didn't think about the future of their lives, you see. They didn't think about that. They didn't think about the future of their lives. All they thought about was what they wanted at the time in their lives. You see, you ever had that time, yeah, I had the time of my life? You ever hear people tell me, yeah, I went to school, but I had the time of my life? You see, you got a lot of people who have the time of their lives, and after a while, that time in their life is gone. The time of their life is gone because they had so many different times in their life where they thought they were having fun, they thought they were living their best life, and all that other stuff, but they never get to see what their best life could have been. And then you got some people, all they got is moments in their life, you know, and after it, it's all downhill because they allow somebody else to stop their life on the run. They allow someone else to stop their lives on the run. They allow someone to interrupt their movement. That's all. They allow people to waste their time. And if you allow people to waste your time, then your time, or you didn't think much of your time, so it could be wasted. You didn't think much of your time. If you allow people to waste your time in life, then that shows that you didn't think much of your time. You're supposed to value your time, man. You see, you're supposed to value your time. Never let anybody obstruct your movement or time. You got a lot of people out here, you got a lot of people out here just empty vessels for demonic possession. And they just looking to get into it with you, argue with you, fight with you. You don't just stop, you know, just alter things in your time. Hurt things on your timeline. See, you got a timeline, just like on Facebook, you got a timeline. You got a timeline in life, man. The timeline in life dictates that you find the greatest or move to the greatest part of yourself on that timeline. Find the greatest part of yourself, the greater you in that timeline, in that time frame. It ain't for you to sit around and, oh, you know, I'm going to just, you know, whatever happened, I'm just, whatever happened, wherever the day take me. I hate when people tell wherever I end up. I don't like when people say that to me. When people say to me, well, you know, what you going to do with your life? What's going to happen? Well, wherever I end up at, what? What do you mean wherever you end up at? Wherever I end up at, I guess that's where I'm supposed to be. No, you're never supposed to think like that. That's that fake talk. That's that, oh, I ain't got no control. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Like this. I know I said whatever you're destined to do, you're destined to do. Yes. But you can steer the, you know, like, for example, you want to you ship. I'm giving you this as an example. You want to ship, right? You can't control how the tide flows, but you can control your movement on the tide. You control it by steering the ship. You see, you'll have rocky times in life and things like that, but you can control your vessel and how you move through that. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to go through things, but if you are able to steer your vessel, you know, and maneuver these things and know how to 
duck and dodge between these things in your life, I don't care what it is, then you are living your life on the run. You are bypassing these things. You're not allowing yourself to get caught up in these things. You got people that go out here and look to get into stuff. You got people that are going out here looking to get into arguments because that argument makes them feel alive. You see, they need that charge. They need to go back and forth. You got people that look to go out here and do that. That's a sickness in people. You know, people that like to keep a lot of shit going, you know, arguments, all kinds of stupidity, nonsense, foolishness over nothing, just because that becomes their life. Those are the people who are getting old, you see. Because as you get as you start to mature in life, you're supposed to be the opposite of that. You're supposed to be more and more calm. You're supposed to be more and more ultra standing as an elder, more calm, more uh advanced in your thinking. You ain't supposed to be walking around here still acting like a child, immature, over the top, flipping out. You ain't supposed to be doing that as a young person. So if you're able to hear this message and you're able to you know, curtail that kind of behavior in yourself, control yourself, and that is the perfect path to a greater trajectory. You see, that's what that's supposed to be. That's what that's supposed to be. Okay? Supposed to be able to maneuver yourself better. You see, you're supposed to maneuver yourself better in the world. You're supposed to be able to move forward in the world as you are projected to do, as you are projected to do. That's how you're supposed to do. Nothing is supposed to stop your motion. You're supposed to make sure everything in your path moves in alignment to everything that you're going through in your path. You see? You're supposed to make sure that anything that don't go along in alignment with your path, you're supposed to get rid of that. Get rid of it. You see, when I discover, I, as much as I like, as much as I like, um, I used to like pasta and stuff like that, and I used to like um, a lot of the curry chicken and stuff like that. You know, when I was getting pains in my joint, when I was, you know, and I like like my oxtails and stuff like that. You know, certain meats and stuff like that. You know, I like the, you know the the protein and stuff like that because I do my little workouts and stuff. So I like that. When it started messing with my joints, when it started, I started getting damn gout and, you know, joint pains and stuff like that, and you know, and the curry. Man, that, man, just happened to deal with that, that was enough for me. When I was eating food and I found myself feeling bloated afterwards and I didn't feel myself being light or felt like I didn't feel light on my feet or I felt my face feeling swollen or just like just like sore or whatever, that gotta go, man. Anything that works against me looking my best, moving at my best uh, uh, um, capacity, it gotta go, man. Sometimes it's a beautiful thing to be vain. I'm vain as fuck. Excuse my language, but I am. I am. And that helps me. That helps me. You all need to be vain as fuck. Especially you older ones. Look at yourselves. Why the hell you let yourself walk around being overweight? That's embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourselves. How do you let yourself get involved in foolishness? How do you give yourself, how do you give advice to your, your, your children and whatnot? Bad advice. See? 
you should be always like, nah, you should be better than that. You should be a joy as an elder to have around, a joy, because of the wisdom you have, the things you've seen, right? You know who was like that? Who was like that when they was on the earth? My grandmother, man, Annie Marie Hunter. That was her. She was a joy, man. I I loved about her, her discipline, man. Her discipline. She passed away 89 years old in 2012. My mother's mother. My Mazul's mother. My grandma's mother. She was, like I said, she, she was a disciplined eater. She wasn't fat when she died. She wasn't overweight. She kept herself together. You see? She was a disciplined eater. And that's something people usually weren't at, at that time. People just eat whatever. She was disciplined, you know, how she paid her bills, how she handled her business. Very disciplined woman to the end. And I think I got a lot of her in me because I'm learning that discipline more and more. Hail Amen. See? So take the example of Annie Marie, my Grandma Zul, take the example of her. Like I tell you, I, she's a living example of that power of woman, of what I would want to and what I have incorporated in me. So let me go ahead and, because uh, she was the perfect epitome of living her life on the run, even to the end. So let me go ahead and uh, answer these questions before we get out of here. What is living our lives on the run? Living our lives to run to the best of our capacity the life of the time of our life, you know, just the, you know, the, the time in which we're here, living our lives to the fullest capacity, running up to the fullest capacity, like a machine runs and runs on, you know, certain things that you give it, how you take care of the machine, your body, how you take care of your mind, you make sure what you allowing to listen yourself to listen to, what you allowing to go into, what you allowing yourself to pull in, how you nurture and, and foster your soul. You see, by making sure your energy is always in the right direction, never in the opposite direction that is not going to work in alignment with your life on the run. See, who lives like this? We live like this as the elect. We are going to live like this. Soldier style. Who should live like this? We should always live like this, the elect. Because if you see yourself as the elect, this is how the elect live. We live like military, like soldiers, man. Whatever, we always a work in progress. Living your life on the run is a work in progress always. Why should you, the elect, live like this? Because we get the best of ourselves when we live like this. We expect more from ourselves. When we just sitting around, oh, oh, no, absolutely not. Because then our children see that. And then after a while, our children think it's okay to be like that. Our children should always be active. Always in this community, in their lives, in their daily activity, always doing something that is worthwhile. Where are we running toward? Toward the fourth dimension as usual. And you cannot run toward the fourth dimension unless you're doing it collectively and in a proper form of law and order and righteousness in how you maintain yourself, mind, body, and soul. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And I'm going to continue for it forever. I'm the intellectual new domain car race. It's been Mental Like Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
what I might find My vision's obscured by prisms Shards of light reflecting off what can only be the sun But it's not Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.